Welcome back to Three Men One Four. One Four. One Four. Oh, so Oh wait, hold on. Today, right? Today, it's episode ten. We're going through our top ten greatest WWE entrance themes of all time, but with vocals only. So we've got that coming up. We're going to go through the news first. So we didn't get any news done last week. Obviously, we did the cyberbullying episode, didn't we? Um, yeah, we did. Yeah, that was we, a heavy we, one. But it, it, was, needed, yeah. it needed to come out. Of course it did. So, you know, we didn't we didn't cover anything like news-wise or anything last week, but got a bit of catching up to do. What's new in the news? Cena's married. Cena's married! Who too? I've got no idea. <laughs> <laughs> What's her name? Oh, a woman. I just find it funny how a guy that didn't want to get married to uh, Nikki Bella for so long proposes to her at WrestleMania. Yeah. A year later, they get separated. It's got married ag- again. Yeah, it's ironic that, really, isn't it? I don't know whether it was just he didn't want to marry Nikki Bella or he just didn't want to get married at all, but it seems like it was the first one. <laughs> Can uh, Well, he, he's been married once yeah, before. He got married. He? So this is his second marriage. Yeah. But, oh, was yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how long. I think that's why he was hesitant about it the first yeah, time round. But um, right, her name. Can anyone pronounce that for me? Shay. Um, Shay. Shay. Shari. Shari Dazer. She's met. He. Shariat. Shariat Zadeh. He's married I'm, Shay I'm, Cena. I'm, I'm, yes, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to anyone who are you know if you're that. Uh, national, if I butchered that, um, I, yeah, I do apologise. You'll have to let me know how to pronounce it because it's. Yeah, pronunciation. Pronunciation on the uh, on the old. You uh, you, you did more than I did because I didn't even try it. I just threw you under the bus for that one. So, <laughs> far as I'm aware, yeah, they got married. Uh, <laughs> secret wedding as well. So, yeah, so it's just yeah, so John and Shay. That's probably the best way to put it. <laughs> well, congratulations to both of them. Yeah, um, which is is really good. Yeah. So that's some nice news this week. Um, got some weird news. Recently, so WWE won themselves an award. You're going to love this, Jay. Wait, wait till you hear this. I'm waiting for it. They've won the award for best corporation. Hmm. All right yep. then. <laughs> They've won best corporation in the awards for the uh, PRN uh, or P- PR News, I think it is CSR and non-profit awards. Um, Wasn't PN News the rest of the nineties in the WCW? <laughs> I think I think but the theme of it. What made it like what like so, best corporation? But like for what? Like so what, well, the, what was the what was the award for? The theme is for what's happened this year, like because of the obviously you know with the coronavirus and everything else during the pandemic. Oh, right. They've been they've been the best corporation <laughs> through that. But, oh, <laughs> I mean, well, I don't I know. Thought was, I thought it was the other way around. To be honest, do, do you want to ask all the people that they let go? Yeah, or? exactly. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. Over 80 people. Well over 80. The thing is, look at all the names of the talent that were let go, and they were the biggest ones you heard of, and then like referees and stuff like that. You know, no mention, well, I say no mention, but like let alone the writers, um, everybody from backstage to marketing to, you know, all these different roles that people were filling in WWE, and they all got let go during that time of unease and, you know, um, uncertainty. But WWE apparently is corporation best corporation. Do you know what the nominees were? Uh, uh, I WWE, don't. WWE, 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 and WWE. It, I think so, that's. I, I think that's what the nominees were. So the editorial director of PR News, uh, Arika Bradbury. Quoted, in the midst of a global pandemic and social unrest, corporate social responsibility has never been more important. And uh, well, it's I agree become, there, but <laughs> it's become they're, even not, they're not practicing what they're preaching, though, are they? I mean, well, no, I know, but 
well, they won the award, so congratulations, I guess. They don't know. To be fair, they don't know Vince McMahon personally, like they did the Senate that guarantee they could uh, work in Florida, is it? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Some dodgy dealings going on, I swear. The thing is, right. Is the McMahon in the Senate? I, I think so. Or at least he was. I am the Senate. <laughs> Palpatine was in the Senate. Let that, uh, let that sink yeah. in. But yeah, look, it, it worked out for a lot of the guys. You know, if anything, it was probably a, uh, you know, it wasn't the best way to to leave the company. But you know, people like Heath and they've gone uh, on to greener pastures, you might say. And retirement, yeah, home. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no, WCW's gone, mate. Uh, impact, impacts uh, <laughs> done better since they've stopped oh, being yeah. there. Much better. What else is new? We're underground cancelled. I know that's a couple of weeks ago, but underground is underground. <laughs> yeah, I think that's I ironic. That is because it was only a few weeks ago that obviously we was discussing. Well, Ashley mainly was discussing. Oh yeah, I like underground. I can't wait to see what they do with it. Uh, I think it's something different. <laughs> it's something really good, and then they've axed it. So that's just a lot about WWE, doesn't it? <laughs> Six weeks, I think it lasted. Maybe eight. Oh dear. That's what I mean. This is just. It's just typical fucking WWE. I think Vince. I think it's because Vince <laughs> didn't like it, and that was why. But yeah, I like the thing is, I like I said, I liked it because they showed like people who did amateur wrestling in their youth, and if you did MMA, like Bobby Lashley, how how Bobby, how good they could be. But yeah, fuck it, it's gone now. Who cares? Well, this is what it. you do. It's just another water drop in the uh, in the WWE's fountain of creativity, isn't it? Speaking of uh, a few drops in the fountain, there are a few drops in an investigation case. I tried a segue; it didn't really work. Um, basically, the there are three WWE venues that are being looked into as part of an Orange County Department of Health investigation. Okay. So, uh, the strike team has been asked to look at a list, I think it's about 17 or 18 businesses, where coronavirus could be spreading. And, of course, WWE WWE's name has, has uh, come up. I guess that was kind of like, you could kind of see that come in. I mean, the WWE's had quite a lot, and that's just the ones we knew about, oh, yeah. of uh, cases of COVID. So, Yeah, they have. They've had a lot more, I reckon they've had a lot more than they've let on about, really, as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they're not the only place that's done that. In, like, anything, like, Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. There's, I'm sure there's sports teams that have hidden the fact that some key people have had it or had the symptoms. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it's not the best PR, is it? Really, but ultimately, you can't. And the winner, really... and the winner for hiding the most COVID cases, WWE, <laughs> <laughs> best corporation. Goodness. I, well. Well, the corporation from about 1999. Yeah, but. Yeah, if we're talking about that corporation, that was pretty good. But <laughs> if we're talking about minister, the corporate ministry, oh yeah, that was even better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What else is new? Uh, don't think of anyone to come back from it. Daniel Bryan came back to SmackDown. He, yes, he did. Then that counts as big news, but it's good news. Daniel Bryan's back. Love Daniel Bryan. Um. Also, AJ Styles has a new bodyguard, and he is about he's, as big as I, f- I think he's seven foot three. Maybe, maybe, maybe bigger than that. To be honest, he is he ginormous. I can't remember the guy's name, but he used to be a basketball player. Ah, uh. and he's he's been on TV a, a while. He's been he was a giant ninja for Tazara for about a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then he was the bouncer at the door for Underground. Ah. Well, he is out of work now, with Underground being out, so I suppose. It's interesting, though. It's good, though. It's interesting dynamic, isn't it? People are sort of likening it to Michaels and Diesel. Yeah, but that, that's the same. Yeah. That always happens, though, whenever someone gets a bodyguard. <laughs> I know. Well, especially one that's a lot bigger than them. But it's, I think it's like it's like whenever a tag team split up, and it's who's the Janetti and who's the Michaels. I think, though, it's because there's been a lot of similarities made between Styles and Michaels over the years as well. Like In certain aspects, there have been a lot of people that have likened them both. So, Yeah. 
that could be a debate for another time. Oh yeah, could be. Well, we've also got this weekend on Saturday, twenty fourth, we've got Impact Wrestling's Bound for Glory pay per view, and then the following day on the twenty fifth, we've got WWE Hell in a Cell. Yeah, it's a lot of wrestling this weekend. A lot of wrestling. Uh, the only thing I'm interested in is um, I know that it's Roman and Jay so in a uh, Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell, I but, quit. Yeah, that's the only thing I'm interested in. That's the only thing I'm interested in WWE really is this is this story. I was talking to a couple of people on. Well, it was just done like a a, a promotion for Hell in a Cell on Facebook, and I've seen the comments. People was just banging on about it, and I, I just put on there, you know. It could go really well. It could lead to, as we were saying before, it could lead to a Mania match with Rock and Roman. You can get Rikishi involved. You can get, you know, all the dynasty involved in this story. But it's whether or not they actually do the good thing or they do the thing that they're known for, which is fucking everything up. There's only one way to find out, isn't there? That's the trouble. If, If it hooks you in... And, you know, you want to watch it, but then obviously (laughs) by that point as well, then you're already invested. So if they do mess it up, then, you know. Yeah, well, this is the problem as well, though, is that when something does take off, they just, they do it every week in every pay-per-view for months on end. And then it just, it does get burnt out then because they've overdone it. I'll admit, I was kind of hoping they'd, they'd sort of move away a little bit from the Uso stuff and come back to it. Because I kind of thought maybe like another bit with The Fiend, but it looks like The Fiend's going into... Uh, uh, well, he had a bit of a showdown with Retribution, didn't he? Yeah, he got drafted to Raw with Alexa Bliss, who That's... they're... They're kind of a yeah, couple. Yeah, actually, talking about that, I, I did see something about um, Alexa Bliss um, dressing up as Sister Abigail. Uh, not really it's Sister Abigail, of, but he's... But... And the, I think something about The Fiend... Vince wants Drew to drop the title to the Fiend, something. But again, it's only rumours. You never, but it's just yeah, yeah something. So around that, you know, something like that. Anyway, well, it Bliss- does sound. It does sound like they're turning them face with this attack on Retribution. But yeah, but it's difficult because when teams go against Retribution, apparently you can be a heel as well, which yeah. we don't need to well, go into yeah. again. But yeah, <laughs> you know. no, yeah, Bliss is with uh, the Fiend now, and because he's he's kind of like the story is he's kind of like possessed her. Um, so she's a bit kind of crazy now, basically. Uh, but I like it. I do like it. Even though she's always looked beautiful, she looks even more beautiful, this gimmick. So, speaking of the draft, what happened there then? Uh, it's a it's a weird thing. They call it a draft, but they or they have people like Drew McIntyre drafted to Raw, even though he's been on Raw. <laughs> yeah. I get I get what they do, because it's kind of like an NFL team thing to yeah, do. Yeah, but it was done so boring. Uh, Stephanie just came out there and just like read them all off really quickly and then just pissed off. Yeah. Like, it's no fun. But do you remember the one, like the first one where they did it between Ric Flair and Vince? Like, that was yeah. good. That was yeah, exciting. Like back in, yeah, back in the day. Yeah, back in the day when they did like the first ever one and everything and that sort of thing. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I know what you mean. But these ones. But again, it's just WWE today. <laughs> Don't know what they're doing. <laughs> We'll say this: I did not see New Day split coming. No, that was big. Even call it a split. That was big. Well, I'm sure. Well, I was sort of. I was going to say I'm sure they've got plans for Big E, but I mean, no WWE. They probably haven't. I'm just did it. I hope so. <laughs> Hopefully, they've got plans for him. Like, I think it'd be good solo if if they if they do it right. I see him as world champion. He could. Yeah. He's got it. Yeah, he's got. He's got the potential for it. Well, people but are saying maybe the, people are saying maybe he's going to win the rumble. Yeah, could do. Again, though, if they what? do it right, and they've got a, now that now they split, he's, they've got to completely drop anything that happened with the New Day with him, because otherwise he's just going to be known as the other guy from New Day. Like they've got to, they've got to completely drop that from him now. Well, I don't know. Going back to the going back to the Rumble thing, do you think he'll win the Rumble then move back to Raw Rhythm? Well, I don't think that'd be a good idea. I'm pushing him. If, they, if they're going to give him a push, which it looks like they're probably going to if they've split him up, you know. If they're going to push or, him, are they, you know, they should just push him on SmackDown. Or are they going to have him him throw them out of the Rumble and make him a heel? That would be a good idea. I mean, I'm all for seeing him as a heel. Yeah, it could do, to be fair. I mean, it depends who the champion is as well at that time. If he is to win the Rumble, does he go up against... I mean, your current champions, d- d- would he go up against the Drew or would he go up against the Roman? So, I mean, at the mm. minute, you'd probably have to say Roman mm. if you're going to go for the heel and face. 
But if Biggie turns heel, then I guess maybe Drew, but I don't know. Uh, we got Mo. I think it's yeah, a, I think left, a yeah. bloody good match either way. Yeah, the re- I, I, the think, I think it- the reason they've split him up is because he's going AEW. AEW <laughs> confirmed, is it? <laughs> yeah, Speak. well, speaking of AEW, one year anniversary. Uh, before we do that, Jay hasn't watched yet, I don't think. Have you? Nah, I'll go with it as sign off and I'll watch it at some point anyway, so. Well, just, well, I mean, not just the episode, but just a year in general. And It's gone quick. It's, been, it's gone so quick. But this year's absolutely fucked them, to be honest. Like, they've done yeah. really well with in, in going forwards and doing what they're doing, but obviously they have to keep putting a product on TV because it's part of the deal with TNT. But, you know, it's just, it's a massive shame. Like, it was, wrestling had so much hope at the end of 2019 and this year's just... Well, I mean, yeah, it's just took a turd on everything, in it, really? So, you know, but one year to them and it's only going to get better, hopefully, from here on out. So, hopefully. Oh, definitely. (laughs) Hopefully. But yeah, the have been consistent. Yeah, pretty consistent. Episode itself was, uh, well, a few, well, a few, quite a few cool things came out of it, didn't they? Uh, Hang on. Was was that last week's episode, weren't it? Mm. From when we're doing it. I'm trying to remember now. Yeah, there was actually, yeah, because the... um, you want you want to hear this, Jay? Oh, I ain't bothered. I'm gonna watch it anyway. The Moxley uh, title match was pretty good. Yeah, that because it was all title matches, weren't it? Yeah, every title was on the line. Yeah. Oh, so they actually they've actually got round to having their title match then. Yeah. Finally, yeah. Obviously, because he was off for a couple of weeks with because um, of the coat. Well, came into contact with someone with COVID, didn't he? No, but that that was a good match. And obviously, it looks like we're finally going to be getting uh, Jericho and MJF rivalry. So. Oh, that'd be good. Oh, I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way but, that it'll beat Jericho on the mic it, it, it won't happen as good no, as he gonna, is it, it, as good as he is it won't happen yeah but as, as good as he is for his age what's he going to be like in 10 years wow this is what I mean you know and to be honest with you like I love AEW it's been a shame this year but they've really soldiered through and they've put on some hell of a sh- like some amazing shows the only thing that I would like to see them do and especially I feel like they could have done it this year and they would have actually been like you know could have got away with it don't be afraid to have some rematches, you know? Like, Jericho lost the title, never got a rematch. And the thing is, like, it's not really... Like Moxley's absolutely ploughed his way through the heel roster. And they're all the big monster heels. And it's just, you know, like, so who else now can actually beat him? A cleaner. Uh, you've got Omega. Yeah, Omega. You've got Omega. Omega. You've got Omega and maybe Miro, but... Well, the tournament they're doing for the... Uh... Number of contenders for the world title, isn't it? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it's Page Omega final. Yeah, it looks like it's it. going to be that way. But then, but that's what makes me kind of think I hope it isn't. Because you don't want, you don't always want it to be too predictive, do you? <laughs> isn't, isn't Phoenix against um, Penton? Against his brother? Uh, well, that, that's going to be sick though, isn't it? I know, because I know they tease like a rivalry, but I don't know, you know, because I need to catch up on about three weeks worth. It's either way. I think it's going to be awesome, but you know, one year to AW as well. So when's their next um, pay per view then? Next month. What is it? I don't think anything's been announced yet, has it? I mean, do we know mm. what the name of the show is going to be? Is it another? Yeah, yeah it's full, full gear. Full gear. Oh, oh, full gear again. Oh, cool. That's, that's cool. Well, only other thing I can think of um, that needs to be mentioned is this was really sad actually. So we we recorded the cyberbullying episode on World Mental Health Day. And uh, we released the episode then on the 15th. The day before, uh, unfortunately, we learned of the tragic passing of British wrestler Ryan Smile. Um, Ryan passed away at the age of 31. Uh, It's been documented that he'd had a long struggle with mental health. And uh, it's just really sad. 31, again, such a young age. Absolutely. yeah. Really popular among not just the UK scene, but the world over and talent from the world over. Uh, you know, he's n- known predominantly for his time, I'd, th- I'd say probably through um, Rev Pro and OTT. But, you know, he, independent wrestler competed the world over. Um, there is a GoFundMe page set up for anybody out there that um, does wish to contribute towards that. Birmingham based wrestler as well. Yeah, from Birmingham. I had I did hear about him being a success in OTT in Ireland. So, oh yeah, yeah. We just want to send our our wishes over to Ryan Smiles' family and friends, and yeah, rest in peace, Ryan. Yeah, fully agree. Yeah, man. Well, we're going to get into 
our topic of the day, episode 10. Top 10. Uh, episode I'm... 10, top 10. Top 10. 10. <laughs> I just want to say, just want to say, if you hear singing, I'm sorry. I'm not. 10 for 10. <laughs> episode 10, top episode 10. 10. Entrance themes. WWE. 10 10. Entrance themes. Oi, oi. With vocals. With vocals, though, yeah? With yeah. vocals. Yeah. A bit of a break. 10 for 10. Welcome back to Three Men, One Fall. Thanks for sticking with us. So, top ten then, boys? Yeah, I've been looking forward to this one. I don't know about you. Yeah, yeah, I have as well, yeah. I found this so difficult to do. So hard to do this one. I found it more difficult to remember the names of songs, so I'm probably just going to name the wrestler first. Well, for, for me, I, I, went through, um, I went through Spotify, and so I knew the names of the songs, so it was easy that way. Yeah. I didn't think of that. You fucking dumb bastard. <laughs> This is a hard one, um, but what we're going to do, we'll just quickly run through the rules. So we're all going to take a turn each to say what our pick is. We're going to work, obviously, from number 10 all the way up to number one. Um, the rules for this one, so this is WWE themes only, and they have to be vocals. So they have to be a theme with vocals, so with lyrics. We're not going to include things like the Rock's theme, for example, if you smell what the Rock is cooking. That's it, I think, yeah. Um, Good job I didn't put that down, really, though, didn't <laughs> yeah. Well, having said that, though, I mean, if you're going to... Some of the, some of mine, there might be uh, none and void, but we'll see. Oh, we'll see. Well, we'll see when we'll we see. get to it. So who wants to go first? I, I, I'll go first. Ash, take it away. My number 10 is Big Boss Man's theme from the 80s. Oh, sing it. If you ever take a trip down to Cop County, Georgia, you better read the signs, respect. The law and order, use of her hard times. Hard times. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's basically... Okay, I'd, yeah, that's, I didn't think of that That's one. one of the reasons I picked it, because it's so singable. Uh, what's, what's put it as number 10, though? Because, I mean, there's a lot of fucking bangers out there, so why is it in there number is. 10? I just find it more memorable. That's one of the, that's one of the things on my list that what I've chosen for my list, are songs that I think are memorable. Yeah. That's what I've done, yeah. This would be interesting. So straight away, because I, I kind of figured, I think you were the same, Jay, that we were probably going to have a lot of the same entrance themes in this list. But already, yeah, what you got? Right, so my number 10, if, well, if it counts, I'm, I'm saying it counts either way. <laughs> <laughs> it's not The Rock. It's not The Rock. But my number 10 is the disturbed version of Stone Cold Steve Austin's entrance music. Yeah, that's got, that's got vocals in it, so I reckon that counts. Now you've got to sing it. Yeah, that's my number 10. Yeah, how does the lyrics go? Yeah, but hang on. That, was, <laughs> that could have been any disturbed song. Devon, I've gone to heaven. <laughs> Why have you got that one in your number? Well, in your top ten in, in general. Well, it's just from the era, you know, that I grew up with, that we all grew up with, really. And um, obviously, it was the first time, really. That I remember any mainstream like main eventer like having a sort of change to their music, if you like. So yeah, it's on. For, I want to say, is it on the WWE anthology CD set, or is I it? I don't on, think it. Or is it on uh, forcible entry? Might be forcible entry. It's around that time. Yeah, because I I remember when that because he didn't use it for very long, did he? I think it was after the heel turn from WrestleMania seventeen. Yeah. It, yeah. It was just near the end of Invasion. That was it. I, that's a solid pick. That's that's a really really good pick. Hundred percent counts though. So, yeah, that yeah. counts. Yeah. Solid. So, what's your number ten then, Russ? Well, before I say the number ten, this was another rule that we put in, which was that we can only pick one theme per wrestler. It do, we're excluding yeah. stables and factions or tag teams. Um, so you can have you know that's fair. Game. That's it exactly. So if you had if you had one for the wrestler then you can also have one for a faction that they were also in, for example. But we could only have one per wrestler. So this one might come as a bit of a shock. But Go on my in. number 10 is Hulk Hogan, Voodoo Child by Jimi Hendrix. 
He used it very, very briefly, I think in 2002, after he had sort of become full-on face again. Um, I don't actually remember that, so that's a good one. Yeah, no, he he didn't use it for very long. Um, And obviously now, I think, if you go back, because I I went back and watched WrestleMania 19 the other day, and I was watching the street fight for Hogan and McMahon, and obviously he he had that music at that time, but they completely um, sort of had to go over it and put their own sort of generic one over it. I guess yeah. because they haven't got the Probably right. Probably due to copyright claims and that. Yeah. yeah. Licensing. It's the WWE Network version of the song. That's so it, exactly. Yeah. It sounds sort of similar, but yeah. Voodoo Child, Jimi Hendrix, which is a, a cracking song anyway. 1968 oh, yeah. from the Electric Ladyland album. You know, if you're a Jimi Hendrix fan, then you're going to know that. But yeah, that is 100%. That has made my number 10. But that does mean that Real American has been ousted from my number 10. And I know... Wow, this is hey, it. So, hey, it's your choice. You can do what you want. I mean, this is subjective. That's, right? a, so, that's a solid 10 that is already. A, so. <laughs> Very solid. So, Ash, what have you got for number nine? Number nine. My number nine is a bit of a guilty pleasure, but I still love the song. You've got it's, plenty of them guilty pleasures, haven't you, you dirty boy? <laughs> <laughs> My number nine. <laughs> Robert Conway... Look at me. <laughs> Just look at me. <laughs> yes. That's, it's a guilty pleasure. It was 05, 06 time. So he broke out in singles, didn't he, from Lara's Estance. And then I think that was the... What was the gimmick? Because I can't remember what the overall gimmick was. Excuse the sirens in the background, sorry. I don't worry that no one's going to... It's right to censor they're kicking off because we haven't put them in the list. But there's no vocals. Yeah. So. <laughs> They're never, they're never um, going to make anyone's top ten in best entrance music. Let's be honest. No, nah, probably not. Um, I don't remember the gimmick he had, but it was just basically a, uh, I'm a cocky heel. I wear sunglasses. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh right, yeah. Sunglasses, of course. What, yeah. What I'm heel? on Sunday night. I'm on Sunday night heat. I'm a big bastard. <laughs> just look at me. Ding, ding, yeah. Ding, ding. <laughs> yeah. What's what's your number nine? All right. Okay, well, again, this might be a bit of outside the box, but my number nine is Billy Kidman, You Can Run. I f- oh, oh, I'm so happy classic. with that. Yeah. I literally forgot that had vocals. It's so good. I ju- it's, got, it's, it's actually got a lot of vocals, yeah, if you listen you to it. You can run if you want to. But the, 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 reason it's, <laughs> the reason it's my number nine is because I always remember it because I, I, I just like the beginning. It's that, good. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's why it's my number nine, strictly just for that reason. I loved it. I, I thought that was a really... I was obsessed with that theme back in the day. Obviously, because it wasn't so easy to like listen to music as well, um, even like as early as the early 2000s. No. Yeah. Was it like you had to kind of like... Because YouTube hadn't really kicked off so much then and stuff. So like whenever you could hear it, and then even if you could try and find like a copy online, it would always be like something that someone had taken, but with the crowd in the background and stuff. So it had that arena effect. Yeah. Billy Kidman, man. That was the first time I ever saw a shooting star as well. Yeah, same here. Yeah, but did he land it properly? Uh, I think he did, yeah. Actually, the first time I ever saw a shooting star, it was actually, it wasn't even off the top rope. It was, well, it was off the top rope, but it was to the outside of the ring. So it was one of those ones. Hmm. Nice. So what have we got for your number nine then, Russ? For mine, from the Living Colour, 1988 Uh, album Vivid. Look in my eyes, what do you see? I knew, I knew that I'd make yours. I, the Cult of Personality for CM Punk. It's a good song. Oh, it's a cra- you can't beat the song, no, but you I don't can't. like the wrestler. It 100% fit him, though. And obviously, he, he had that back in the indies and stuff. So when he was white hot in 2011, and he'd come back, although he came back a bit too soon, in my opinion, but, you know, he comes back and he comes out to that song, you know, the place erupts. It was just perfect, I thought. It, it fit at the time, I reckon. I'm going to be honest, it's not on my list, but it's a good choice. Thank you. The cult of right, personality. So, number eight, then, Ashley. Uh, my number eight is my most recent song that the wrestlers had. It is the Fiend looking. Uh, looking. Let me in. <laughs> I just <took> it. <laughs> let me in. Let me in by um, Code Orange. Code Orange. Looking at Let Me In. That sounds a bit like a stalker. Code Orange <laughs> with somebody else, isn't it? No, I think it's just Code Orange because that song is obviously. A reimagined version of the original one. Of the original Bray Wyatt theme, yeah. Yeah. Which is good. A solid choice. Solid choice, I think, yeah. It's really good. It is their most downloaded song on Spotify. Wow. By like four or five million views. 
You're wow. gonna sing it? No, nah, because uh, I only sang Let once. Me in. <laughs> Bow. Yeah. Heal. <laughs> Heal. I'll tell you what, though. My number eight, we'll all be able to sing along with that one. Oh, well, I'm looking forward to well, it. What is your number eight, then, Jay? Okay, so my number eight is the corporation No Chance in Hell. <laughs> Are we talking about so the 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 original one or the one that Dope did? The original. Okay. Yeah. The Dope one's not bad. Actually, I think you would have heard that as well, wouldn't you? Because we had that on the. It's on that one's definitely on Forcible Entry CD. I think it is. Yeah, but I never had Forcible Entry. No, I've got it, but I don't remember Vince ever using it or the Corporation ever using the Dope version. I don't remember it. No. I don't think. I don't know if they did. The only one I ever remember him using was the normal. And we all know how that goes, don't we? We do. Well, no go, chance. Then. That's what you That's got. What you got. got. In time, everyone. The politician by a wrong. Puppets. Yeah, it's quite a good one, that. Um, yeah. yeah. To think it was Rumble 99 theme song first. Yeah, it was. Yeah. That's a good show. Yeah. yeah. So, number eight for Russell. My number eight. I did think about this one, but I've got to put it in. I'm sorry. It is Chris Benoit's theme, whatever, performed by Our Lady Peace. But the song itself, it fit in, and it was a good song, and it worked yeah, really well. Yeah. The band, I yeah, think, did. did say after the incident, the incident back in 2007, they would never play the song again. So, you know, it is a shame, but yeah, it's, for, for the time, it was, you know, when we, when we knew Chris Benoit, Benoit for what we knew him for, which was pro wrestling... Arguably, I think that should be in, in anybody's at least top 30 or even top 50, I guess. But, you know, fuck it. Yeah, it's my I'm, number eight. No denying no denying it's a good song and you, it's your choice, so you can do what you want. Well, there you go. Thank you. Speaking of choices, what's your number seven? Number seven. My number seven is a woman's song. It's Trish Stratus, um, Time to Rock and Roll. I fucking knew that that was going to make your list. <laughs> it's time to rock and roll. I thought it, personally, though, I thought it would be higher up on yours. I actually thought last night that's going to be like in your top five. Really? Yeah. Do you know what? Because I forgot what the song was called, I had it written down as "I is down." As what? Of, I is down because that's one of the lyrics in the in the chorus. Uh, because no. I is I is down. I thought it was called roll. "Keys to the City." That's what I thought. No, I looked I it up the keys earlier. Keys to the City. That's why. Uh, no, no, I looked it that. I looked it up and it was time to rock and roll. According to YouTube. Oh, okay. I guess that makes sense. Whoa, uh, it's time to rock, time and, to rock roll. and roll. Whoa, yeah. it's time I'm in control. Right now, I'm on the streets. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's solid. Trish was, um, I love that. The, her one before wasn't bad. The opposite is well, no vocals. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. Trish was a staple, a of... man, of women's wrestling back in like our time growing up with it. Yeah. Absolutely. Staple. Nice bit of TNA. Right, so. If we're talking about number seven, then my number seven is Batista. I walk alone. Performed by Saliva. Yeah. I walk alone. He's another one though. Before they gave him the one with vocals, the instrumental one was was really good. What's what's made it your number seven? Um, because I really like it, but not as much as the others on my list. So yeah, <laughs> I had to go at number seven. <laughs> yeah, solid. Very Probably Saliva's best. At least up there. All right, so Russ, what is your number seven? My number seven, all I've got to say to you is, are you ready? No. Boom, da, boom. Wee-oo. Boom, da, boom. Wee-oo. Okay. 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 Yeah. It's iconic, isn't it? It's just an iconic. That, that was that's that's going to go on my honourable mentions, actually. But yeah, <laughs> it's an iconic. It's just an iconic theme. It's it's perfect. It's it's one of the most perfect theme songs that you could have for the group. And even the lead singer, I, <laughs> everything about him, like he himself was like DX. And if you yeah. if you need any more proof of that, then go and watch WrestleMania 14 and listen to the uh, <laughs> the opening song. Yeah, I recently ju- I recently rewatched that actually. Yeah, yeah well, that got a lot of I, heat, didn't it? <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about Mania 14 and Jim Johnston being in the band. Yeah, well, Jim Jim should be in every band. He's great. Yeah. Yeah, was it America the Beautiful? Is it the National Anthem they do it? Uh... No, it's, it's America Beautiful is not the National Anthem, but it's 
it's just one of their songs. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. what Jerusalem is to England, really. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. If you want to know how, that's a solid pick. It, yeah, go back and watch yeah. that anyway if you want to laugh. But yeah, that's hilarious. America, 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 America. My and then then Jim Ross goes only in the WWF you get this kind of response. By God. So Ashley. Your number six. My number six. Do you know what? Originally, my number six was DX. No. But I changed it. My number six is My Time. Ah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As much as I yeah. love Motorhead's songs and as much as I love um, King of King's song, My Time just suited that era Triple H more. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. It is so good. It didn't even have that one for very long either, because again, that's another one where the lyrics were added to the song after. So we had yeah. the instrumental yeah. version for a bit. I think he had it for about a year. It was. It was. Yeah. I don't even know if it was a year to be honest. I don't even uh, think it was quite a year. Maybe I'd have to look it up. But you're right like, about it fitting that era of Triple H though, when he was coming out with the Scott Steiner chainmail. Yeah, that's basically what my my choice reason was. Going to hit you with that Triple H. Does anybody know who's sleeping with who? <laughs> that's the last line. It's weird. Right, my number six is Evolution, Line in the Sand. So we've gone for Triple H, have we? Yeah. <laughs> the last three picks. Yeah, that's decent. I just love it. I just, I really like the song. Motorhead, man. It's just Motorhead. And it, and it, and it fit, I think it, it fitted the, the stable as well. Oh, it does, yeah. The lyrics, everything about it. It's not yeah. like over the top, like, you know, it's just... No. Oh yeah, that's a that's a really solid pick, really solid. You know what you should you know what you should have said. My next pick is a mystery because it's evolution. Revolution <laughs> <laughs> is a mystery. So my number six, one of a kind by Breaking Point for Rob Van Dam. One of a kind. One of a kind. To be honest with you. That's going to have to go on my honourable benches now, because if, if I'd have remembered that one, that would have been on the top ten. So, yeah, that's a really good choice. Makes you believe I'm one of a kind. One of a kind! Most of these, I've said it now for like pretty much almost every one, but again, it went from instrumental to that, and that was one of those times where it doesn't always work out, but that was one of those times I think it improved on the, the original. Yeah, absolutely. Very much so. And what you were saying as well, Ash, about the my time for Triple H, I just feel like Van Damme for that era. Because when Van Damme came in, he was like the hottest thing to come out of that invasion angle. Aside from Booker T, which I think took a bit longer for them to kind of like warm up to Booker T. But Van Damme Very much was so. like, man, he was he was like red hot coming through that angle. And yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It was great. And I was just it, rem- it just reminds me of that era as well. And I've got such fond memories of just like being a kid and watching Van Damme yeah. and just yeah, yeah it's great so Ashley number five uh, you're not going to top fives now you're not going to believe what I'm going to say one of a kind <laughs> that's great really that's great. yes <laughs> <laughs> well we don't really have to talk anymore about that then do we <laughs> no yeah well what, why have you got it as five then what's I, I just love the way it went with it mixed with the character and the pyro entrance all together and he was one of a kind yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the lyrics again, like completely on point and fit him. Second verses are pretty good as well. Yeah. And there's a music video. A proper music video yeah. with R V D. Alright then. So Go on, Jade, number five. My number five is Shinsuke Nakamura, Rising Sun. Nah. This is the um, Is that is you, you the, knew it was gonna be in there. <laughs> is this, that's the is that the rap? The rapped one. Yeah. yeah. Is Rising Sun yeah. the rap one though, or is it the I think Rising Sun's the name of the instrumental, but yeah, that rap one. I'll have a look quickly now. I'm not sure. I think I'm not sure what it's called, but yeah, that that's. I just went with Rising Sun because I knew it was called that before. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. Honorable mention. Ah. So yeah, why why was that your pick, man? I just love Nakamura and I love the song. Like it, it would have been higher, but I don't like it as much as the other ones on the list. Ah. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah, so Jay, the the Rising Sun is the instrumental version. And then this yeah. version is called Shadows of a Setting Sun. So ah, I think okay. it's a play on the original one. And obviously, because this came yeah, in, yeah. into it when he turned heel, didn't he, on AJ at Mania? Yeah. Yeah. And if you want me to sing it, the only part I know about it is where it goes, Yeah, that's a good yeah, effort. But, yeah, but what does it, yeah, but what does it mean? 
Well, itchy, itchy is one, and bam, I'm not sure, so I'm, I'm guessing number one. It means I've left you with one I ball. <laughs> something, something with one, I don't know. One of a number kind. one, top guy, I don't know. Could be anything like that, yeah. One of a kind. Any Japanese people, <laughs> any Japanese people listening in, let us know what itchy bone yes, means. Yes, please do. All right, well, my number five, guys, uh, it was obviously, it was going to have to make the list. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. To be honest with you, I thought that was going to be probably your number two or number one. The reason I say that because obviously we all know that the Undertaker is Russ's all-time favourite. Oh yeah. So I, I, honestly, I, I honestly thought that was going to be number two or one. So I'm surprised to see it. At five. No, he's he's my all-time favourite, and that theme. But it, again, he didn't have it for all that long. Not really. Because um, yeah. no. for the American Badass phase, he had the he debuted with the Kid Rock one. But can but can I say though, why choose Rolling over Kid Rock? Um. So I'm not, I don't really like Kid Rock that much anyway. I feel like rolling fit better with the motorcycle yeah. and everything. And then the I, biscuit just geez anyway. So. Yeah, and I picked it yeah. over the one that he had after, which I think he probably had for the longest time. Out you of all done of them, is now. That's you're the gonna one. make a good big, big mistake. mistake. Always kicking assholes' ass. That's it. It's a turnaround. So turn around. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hate that one, but you know, if I was gonna again, because we're we're gonna pick one per wrestler, and out of the three, Rollin just like that's the one, that's yeah. the one. That one is Undertaker. WWE's most favorite band in the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they put the gong in as well, it just works, doesn't it? It does yeah. actually. But I think I think the WWE version though, when it said um, back up, back up, I think it like added in like a boo boo instead. Yeah, they did. They they used them. Um, I think they used a the bike revving up for like when they yeah. to cover the swearing. Yeah, that was yeah. it. So yeah, yeah, and that is obviously off the uh, chocolate starfish and hot dog flavored water album from two thousand. Classic. So Ashley, yes, your number four. My number four. You think he's cute? You know he's sexy. It's Shawn Michaels, sexy boy. He's got the looks. Yeah. To drive the girls wild. Spoiler alert. Honourable mention. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Big solid pick, that one, Ash. Why? For, yeah. Uh, one of my favourite wrestlers of all time. It's a classic theme song. Yep. And I think he's probably one of the only ones that hasn't have ever had a, an entrance music change as well. Well, technically, he... technically, the original version of the song was sang by uh, Sensational Sherry. That was it. Oh, okay. But then he, then Shawn Michaels did the song, him, uh, did the lyrics himself, and did well, it in it's... his... In his version, I think so. I think Sasha Sherry is still in it, but it's Shawn Michaels doing the main vocal. So it's it's Jimmy Hart and JJ Maguire. So I think yes. you know that band there. I think they're obviously they put it together. They uh, did a few songs in that era with Jim Johnson. I'd imagine. I think so. Yeah. And then yeah, and then it's Michaels' vocals over the top. But yeah, you're right. It, it was Sensational Sherry first when she was managing him for a, a brief while um, yeah. during the start yeah, of his singles that, yeah. run. And plus, the only song probably on anyone's list that has an orgasm. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> so, right, so. What's your number four? My, num- my number four. Now, it might come as a shock because it's so high as well, but my number four is Christian, Just Close Your Eyes. Are we talking the, the newer one or the one that he had pre TNA? Yeah, the female first. Pre uh, TNA, yeah. The one with the female lead singer. Um, when he came back. From TNA, it was the oh, what's the band called Ash that sings it? I'm pretty sure it's the um, the male version. I think. Well, the male version was when he came back. Uh, right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So the male version then it's performed by Story of the Year. Yeah. That. Yeah. That one. Yeah. The band Story of the Year. Yeah. That's them. Um, so my number four, it is Triple H, but it is the game by Motorhead. Because, of course it is. I, I get what you're saying, Ash, and it is tough, but I just feel like the game performed by Motorhead, it's iconic. You hear, that, yeah. you hear that initial... You hear that initial, it's time to play the game. Time to play the game. <laughs> <laughs> The fucking hell is that? Eh? <laughs> yeah, do you remember the drowning pool version? Only a little bit, like many eighteen, weren't it? Yeah, that was on forcible entry uh, as well. I, think, and, I feel like uh, I've just picked everything off forcible entry. Here, but. And basically, when they perform at many eighteen, they've got the lyrics wrong. Yeah, 
Like Lemmy did at 17. Yeah, but we can let him off because Motorhead. Yeah, Lemmy's a god. So. Drowning Pool lead singer. Did Was that the original one at Mania 18 or was that after yeah. the, after he passed? Uh, that was just before he died. Wow. Probably probably a few months before he died. I don't know. I can't remember what month it is, but it was definitely that year. Wow. Yeah, well, they didn't use that one very long anyway, did they? But I yeah, the Motorhead one. once. Was it just the ones? It might. They might have used it like around that time, but I only remember them using it once. Yeah, now that you mention it, I, th- I think it probably was. Do you remember them fair, using it any more than that, Jay? No, I to, don't think so. To no. be fair, they they only probably did that because they did. Um, Drowning Pool did many eighteen theme, didn't they? Right. So actually, getting into the top three now, then what's your number three? Number, number three. Number three. Somebody has used one of their this guy's songs before, but it's a different one. My number three is this fire burns for CM Punk. Ugh, nice, nice. Ugh. Did I was you know? Pick I, it think... for, I was going to pick it for Randy Orton because he used it once. That was but... it. But I remember actually CM when he Punk used it once. Yeah, yeah. Because at that time he was still using "Burning My Light," wasn't it? By um, yeah. Mercy Drive. Yes. Yeah. And they also used that song for Judgment Day 06 in that same year. That was, yeah. <laughs> oh, they got they a lot of usage f- out of the kill switch, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, they used it three <laughs> times in the same year. Is that the Howard... Is that Howard, Howard Jones? Jones? Yeah. yeah. That was the Howard Jones era. Okay. It, it, to me, that song fitted the CM Punk entrance at Money Bank 2011 then Kurt personality probably would have done. It's, they're two different CM Punks, really, aren't they? Yeah. Like that character evolved. I just feel like the, yeah, I get it. I feel like the cult, cult of personality fit that character more than this fire burns for him. But it's because this fire burns was used for other stuff as well. Actually, mind you, saying that, cult of personality was used in Stone Cold's Hall of Fame video package. Yes, it was. So, and it does help that Killswitch is one of my favourite bands. So, see, not improving on that one then, Jay. Well, you see, I'm punk. I don't like him, do I? <laughs> <laughs> Well, if, if I sounded like fucking Beavis and Butter, then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of look like him, though, to be fair, Ash. Not yeah, I know. know that. He's had that joke for years. <laughs> <laughs> right, so my number three, then. It, now, this was a tough one. The top three for me was tough. But my number three is Real American mm. by Hulk Hogan. Well, not by Hulk Hogan, but for Hulk Hogan. Doom, 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 it's just because, you know, when I was a kid, I just grew up listening to it, like, you know. So it had to be, it had to be in the top three for me for that, definitely. It's icon- That is, again, iconic. Yeah. One of the most it's iconic just, themes ever, ever made. I, I reckon it's a song that you could release and not know it's a wrestling theme. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from a bit, yeah. I don't, yeah. Think, I, I don't know if it would have sold, but it, it could have done well. Again, I, I feel like I probably should have put it in my top ten, but... Uh, what's your number three, then? Uh, my number three, you've already mentioned, and uh, it is a sexy boy. Hey, I'm just a sexy boy. Sexy boy. Oh, well, I um, thought you were talking about Kurt Angle. <laughs> I'm just a sexy cat. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's completely justified. It's, it's a great, you know. It's, again, it's an it's an all time classic, isn't it? So it is. It's Michael's, isn't it? It's Mr. WrestleMania. You hear that song, you know you're going to get something close to, if not a five star match. So yeah. It's fucking great, yeah. It just gets you pumped up, doesn't it? And it's just so stupid, but like in a great way. Yeah. So Ashley, number two. Number two. My number two. You think you know him? You think you know him? It's Metalingus. Oh. On this day, I see clearly. <laughs> on this day, I see, I see clearly. clearly. Everything, Everything has come, come to light. Better place in a, in a broken, broken dream. And I feel it all behind. I love the camera shake with that as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shame no one could see that. Oh, no, that's, it's that's just a banging number two, man. It's just a classic yeah. song, and yeah. after me, after Rumble this year, making me cry. Yeah, it just it it just works. Jay, what you got? 
For number two? Yeah. Well, again, it was a tough one. It was tough because there's so many I wanted to put in, but in the top five, but there was obviously there's only five, so I couldn't do it. <laughs> so some of them, some of them that you might think I've got in are actually honourable mentions now. So my number two is Rebel Heart for Johnny Gargano. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, that's good. Didn't think of that. Ah, you see, there you go. I'm not sure. That, I'm not sure of the band though. Uh, I, I think it might be like is it CFO, maybe. CFO Dollar Sign. Yeah. I don't know if it was them, but then probably produced it. So why do you pick it for number two then? Because it's fucking great. <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> it's probably like my favourite recent entrance music. It does fit the character. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's got that anymore, has he? That entrance music. Uh, well, I don't, th- I don't no, think he has. No, he doesn't, because he's full heel now, and it's, it's something completely different. It just says WWE yeah. Music Group, so I imagine maybe it was CFO at the time then, when they was under, they was contracted out to do all the entrance for that time, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. I don't yeah, think they are no. now, but... No, I think they've had to change like nearly every theme, because they're not contracted. Yeah. Well, number two then, Russ. Well, my number two, can you guess it? Is it Old Bridge? You think you know me? Dun 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 Honestly, thought that'd be number one. On this, it was it was close. It was close to number one because you know we don't bore everybody with this all you know little backstory here. But I mean, Alter Bridge has become my favourite. They're my favourite band, and Ash, they're yours as well, right? Yep. I've seen them like six times, so. But Alter Bridge, from the uh, when they they did find the real, uh, which was the theme song for Royal Rumble two thousand five, and then obviously and I'll just I'll jump in here and just just a bit of bragging rights, you know, for the people <laughs> listening. We've all seen them live as well. Yeah, I saw them at the Albert Hall, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, that bastard did see him at the Albert Hall. What's annoying is it? He, fucking, he went without me. They played fucking Word Starker as well. So I know, yeah, it was great. They're they're my favourite, and it was through WWE that I even discovered them. Like that's the power I think of like wrestling through music. Weird, isn't it? Like your music tastes uh, c- can be shaped by wrestling, especially when you grow up with it. And Alter oh, Bridge yeah, just absolutely. exactly. Yeah, I'd say I'd agree with that. Yeah, Alter Bridge have become my favourite band since June two thousand and seventeen. See, because I think for us, mine was by the time I'd kind of like really, really got into them. It was just the One Day Remains album, which is of course what Metalingus is from, which is Edge's mm. theme song. That was the first album released two thousand four, and then the second album released in two thousand seven is Blackbird, and they, it was only those two albums out at the time. And I just realised like, now nah, these are these are my guys. Like these are my guys now, because everything was just yeah, every everything they yeah. bring out is just amazing. And like yeah. the way it became my favourite band was obviously because I'd heard of them before, obviously because of Edge and yeah. obviously listening. I've, you know, I heard some of their stuff before anyway, but it was when it was just after my son was born. And I was actually at Russell's house chilling, um, probably playing, watching Netflix or playing some games or something, I don't know. But um, yeah, he had his playlist going and um, yeah, I was really digging it and I just thought, you know what, this is fucking, this is, this is superb. And ever since then, obviously I got on Spotify and I was listening to him and then I got on YouTube and I was listening to the live stuff and then I was fucking, yeah, I was just into him since then and I thought, you know, this is it. This I've found the missing piece of the puzzle. This is it now. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They're just fantastic. It's, I, I'd say the only thing it was really difficult to not have this at number one. But the thing is, I think with this song, this is the one song that I wish had been played live and played Edge out live with. And again, he oh that would have been great. He said in a podcast, I think it, I think it would have if it weren't for lockdown and that. I think it would have been. Uh, maybe when he came back from Mania. I think I would have played them out. It depends on their schedules and stuff, but. He said that he never had it done before because he was a heel for the majority of that run and he didn't yeah. think that being played out as a heel would was the right thing to do. Uh, you know, from a psychology standpoint, you know, why would everybody, you know, you're going to cheer Alter Bridge because they're so fucking great. Why do you want people cheering your entrance when you're supposed to be this bad guy? But, you know, at the same token... Well, I did to that. Edge, well, Triple H done it loads, didn't it? I know, yeah. But to the same token, Edge, at the same, like, you know, don't have such an amazing entrance music then. You know, because yeah. that honestly, it's so difficult. But my number one, yeah, it it, it was trumped. But okay, yeah. well, before but, we get to number one, then blo- bloys, <laughs> bloys, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
fucking tarmac and bloys. <laughs> Before we get to number one, boys, um, honourable mentions. So right. okay. these are the picks that could have made the list but didn't make the list. In well, no particular said- order, let's just bash these ones out. I know Ashley likes bashing them out. I, yeah, too true. <laughs> I've already said that Shinsuke's rap, whatever it was called, was one of mine. One of another one that I wish I probably had put in was a uh, slow chemical. I've, Kane, I've put slow chemical in my one, Kane's one by Finger Eleven, which was also yeah. used in the Punisher film. It was in two thousand five yeah. or whenever that was. So um, I had. Um China's entrance music is an honourable mention. Don't, Don't treat you like, like a, a woman. woman. Don't treat yeah. like a man. And then, <laughs> and then, also I had an um, Edge. Um, never gonna. If start you're about, to, oh my god, yes. <laughs> the Rob Zombie one again. And my face goes numb and the line. It's it, great. It very nearly, it very very nearly made number two actually, but I, I had to just, yeah. I couldn't. <sighs> water it down anymore well it had to be Metalingus out of the two that's the problem with that because yeah. that goes back to when, when I was saying about the Van Damme stuff about how it fit for that time and it just makes me like from from a nostalgia standpoint it just I just feel good like hearing it and seeing him come out to that music and stuff like it just you know it's good memories but that song is fucking banging and it's yeah that's in my yeah. honourable mentions I've also put I, I did put Batista's I Walk Alone in my honourable mentions I know Jay you had him in your uh, top ten yeah. I put Vince McMahon's music in there as well. Triple yeah. H's My Time Ash, which made your top ten, and then Hulk Hogan's yeah. Real American. Um, but one I did put in was, again, for one of the ladies. I'm actually surprised. That, well, it might be one of your number ones. I don't know. But I had Lita. Um, yeah. She's yeah. on my honourable mentions as well, yeah. The, she almost made the cut, but Billy Kidman took her. That's it. I think uh, the band was uh, Boy Hits Car. Yeah, what was, it was a song called like "Love, Passion, Fury, Hate"? Love, Passion, Fury, Hate, something, something like, like that. that. No it's a bit, idea. it's a bit emo. I'll tell, you what else, I'll tell you what else made the honourable mentions, which is um, probably a outside the box one. Definitely was Victoria and ta- the tattoo song she had. I, yeah. I'm, honestly, I reckon you've been reading my fucking list, yeah, because it's on my <laughs> bloody list here. That was great. She didn't, but again, she didn't use that for two for that long, did she? That was no. that. Um, no, when tattoo because they that were quite big made ones. The list, though. Yeah, very there. That almost made the list as well. But uh, two of my honorable mentions. Oh, before we hang on, before you carry on, I just want to put uh, RVD is is in mine as well. That's out. There. All right, cool. And can I also say what's out there as well is uh, Metalingus. Fair enough, mate. <laughs> That's in an honorable mention. Honorable mention. It's, yeah, right. it deserves to be in both. It does. <laughs> Again, it almost made the list, but I wanted to. I didn't. Obviously, I didn't want to put it in because I knew it was going to be obvious. Uh, uh, Never obvious, is there? Top ten's top ten, mate. Yeah, two honourable mentions I got is Honky Tonk Man. Oh yeah, nice. Okay. Sing it. I got my long sideburns and my hair slipped back. I'm going through your town. I'm a pink Cadillac. I'm a honky tonk man. He's a honky tonk man. I'm the honky tonk man. He's a honky tonk man. He's a honky tonk man. I'm cool. I'm cocky. I'm bad. And then Kane hits him with a guitar. Um, <laughs> and another. Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I can't remember. How did this go? I can't remember, but it's on my honourable mentions. <laughs> ba- is it that my baby tonight thing that he didn't? That is my. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. is my. That is my honourable mention. It's not Jeff Jarrett's. It's Road Dogs. That's right. Yeah, it oh, is Road Dogs. Yeah, okay, yeah. Because that's Road Dogs singing. Yeah. Spending <laughs> my days freaking hard on the go, but the hand and the clock keeps spinning too slow. Cause I can't wait to be alone with my baby tonight. How have you not been signed to a recording deal? Because I saw another honourable mention for me is I knew someone was going to mention that, Mister Assman. I knew someone was going to mention that. I'm a Nas man. Wow, wow. It's got to be in it. It has to be. You can't make a list even with honourable mentions without that being in it. You have to mention it. I did put Bray Wyatt's "Let Me In" in my honourable mentions, but I'll name some that you haven't named yet. Um, I did have Wade Barrett's "End of Days." Not the core Did version, but the one he had for his singles run. That, I've had yeah. enough, I'll make him <laughs> say. That one. I thought you were going to mention that. Yeah, also Randy Orton's Voices and yeah. The Burning My Light by Mercy I prefer, Drive. But, I prefer that's Burn like, My Light. That's but... as well, yeah. Here's one that I put in, and this honestly almost made the top ten. 
but the original DX theme took it. But it was. Do you remember the DX theme by Run DMC, King of Rock? Yes. The King, yeah. King of Rock. What? The King of Rock. Could be my hobby and job. That one. That was that was my. I actually preferred that over the normal one. That was my favourite one. It's weird, right? Because I, I like the song better than the DX song, probably because I haven't heard it as much. But in terms of entrance themes, like I don't know. Well, Aggression is one of the best albums. We should we should do telling about that Aggression album. It's a really good album. Yeah. <laughs> so right, Ashley. Then yes, your number one. My number one has already been mentioned. It is. It comes crashing down and it hurts inside. It's Will America, motherfuckers. The Iron ah, Sheik. Okay. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> when it comes crashing down, fucking bullshit. That's how he goes, right? Well, yeah, it does now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's a top choice for number one. I must say, it's it's just iconic, and it's not even Hogan's theme originally. It was used for a tag team called US Express, which was, um, what's his, uh, IRS, what's his name? Mike, Mike Rotundo? Mike Rotunda. Yeah, and someone else, I can't remember his tag team, but... That I did not know, that is actually really interesting, to be honest. I never ever what? knew that. Well, who was the tag team? IRS and... Uh, someone, I can't remember who it is, but they were called the US Express. The US Express? Wow. Yeah. Your when, knowledge knows no bounds. When did he get the theme? Because it was... Um, he didn't have it for Mania 1, did he? Or did he? I don't think so. So, I know, I know we're looking at least the, 85. Yeah, it might be 85, 86, but I know before he, he was in... A, when he was AWA, he did have Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, he was in the film, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, so, Jay, number one. My number one. <laughs> is that a machine gun? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck yeah. the hell is that? Is my time, Triple H. Right. I think I think we all knew that was going to happen. I'm honestly, I'm surprised I'm the only one that went for the Motorhead version for the game, but I can hundred percent see why my time is is in the top ten. Favorite wrestler, favorite theme tune. So, it's that to be number one. My time. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, well, my yeah, favorite. Just love it. My favorite. I haven't mentioned Jericho. Yeah, that's Honorable true. mention. Yeah. Whoop, whoop, bow, whoop, whoop. You ain't gonna hit me with no Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a trend so, here. Russell's number one. <laughs> <laughs> there is John a trend. Cena. There is a trend. Oh, Cena <laughs> should be in the honorable <laughs> mention, surely. Yeah. Both Life of them. almost made the top ten for me. Yeah, the Thugonomics one and, and the newer one. Yeah. Newer one's been out for ten years. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. No. <laughs> well, it's like Jay's break from wrestling, isn't it? It was a short time ago. Yeah. It's like a broken needle kid, you're missing the punk. We're dominate your offense. Um, yeah. So, my number one, the trend, I think, with everybody's number one is that it's already made other people's list. My number one is probably going to surprise all of you. But uh, Bring it, it is on. a mystery. Ah, I see line in the sand. Do, do, do. I love it. Okay. I love it. And and it, like I said, yeah, it's I hard. Yeah. Metalingus could have been number one. It could have easily been number one. But there's something about that Evolution song that I, I don't know what it is. I just feel like it's the perfect entrance music. Yeah. It's fucking great. And it's Motorhead, man. I mean, you know. Can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. It's Motorhead. The, the faction of evolution, honestly, brought about... I mean, think about what they gave us. Randy Orton and Batista and the careers that they've had. That's yeah. all come through evolution. And Flair, Triple H. It was not the perfect faction. Yeah, it, re- it revitalised Flair. It brought Randy Orton and Batista to like the next echelon in terms of their, their career traje- uh, trajectory. Fuck me. Their careers were propelled after evolution. <laughs> and yeah. Randy Orton was then the youngest champ. I don't know if he still is, but... Uh, youngest uh, world champion 24 yeah. yeah youngest world champion because Tyler Bate takes I think youngest champ doesn't he no well well technically no, yeah technically it's going to be Nicholas from Wrestlemania Nicholas I figured out the tag team US Express tag team oh come on then Barry Windham Barry Windham Mike Rotunda nice do you know who reminds me a bit of Barry Windham Hangman Adam Page 
Yeah. I can see, I see, I can see that, actually. Yeah. Yep. Well, anyway, that's the top ten. That was a hell of a top ten, and that was really hard for me to do it. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't. It's, they're never easy top tens. Wait, hang on. Does does test fit into this? Test should be an honourable mention then. Oh, oh I was literally, I was sake. literally just going to say yeah. <laughs> nobody's mentioned test. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Test, test, do, do, test, test, test. This is a test. I've been practicing that. <laughs> that was so good. No, wow. that entrance theme, honestly, though, that was such a heels music. Like, it made people boo him. Uh, uh, that's a cool, cool little song as well. But yeah. What does everyone else think of our list? What would you have in your top ten? L- let us know in the comments. Yeah, please do. I mean, if anyone's got Mohammed Hassan, then let us know. <laughs> yeah, it's a valid pick. If you, be- if you can do a better one than me, I'll fucking <laughs> yeah. give Asa- you a thumbs up or something. <laughs> <laughs> and Hassan off. Uh, well, guys, this this was a really... I've enjoyed this one. This was really fun. This was great. Uh, this was fun. This was fun. Everybody, we hope you've had a great time with us. As Ash has said, and as Jay has said, we really do hope that you get in touch with us. Let us know what your top 10 is. Tell us. If you think we're wrong, you know, it is our own personal top 10 list. So I don't know how you could be wrong. But, you know, if you think we're wrong, tell us. Let us know why you think yeah. we're wrong. So, um, yeah, I've, I've been... Um, I've been... Jay... <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And I've been Ash. <laughs> Come on, you got to do the hat trick, Ross. <laughs> and I've been Russellia. <laughs> What, what an outro is that as well <laughs> yeah thanks for listening guys it's been a really fun one for us and I hope it's been fun for you you can find us on uh, you can find us on Facebook Instagram Twitter uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Spotify you can find us anywhere that you look we're there right behind you <laughs> catch you on the flip side Whoop. yeah boys boom I did it, I did it for the people, for the people.